Yeah, you can hear it. Of course, that is Mastodon. Just some of the many songs that they performed from the Crack the Sky album. What's going on? It's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. You know who it is. It has been a very interesting day. And I went on a, kind of an odyssey because I needed some spiritual guidance. You know, um, some, some people who don't know me would be like, what? First of all, I am not a religious person. I was raised to respect it. But I quote, was not raised to be religious. We didn't even go to church. We went to church when people either died or got married or there was a baptism. I am baptized Catholic, but I don't practice it. But in other avenues, you know, in terms of spirituality, I'm open. Oh, I'm open more ways than one. And I'm all about innuendo. So when I say I'm open, I'm open. Um, but I thought, you know, let's have a little, uh, music underneath to, uh, kind of set the mood. Um, next, oh God, it's almost next week. It's almost next week. And next week I got to teach the higher grades. And I'm like, oh geez, back to back, back to back. Huh? Hopefully it'll be a, it'll be a fun week. So, um, Yeah. But I went on an odyssey because I was just unsure of things. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. There's a lot going on in my brain right now I don't want to talk about. Um, Some of it's personal. Some of it's career. Some of it's existential reckoning. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, you got to have a good forecast about it. Um, tomorrow night is succession. I'm getting ready for that. I, I, have to, I have to, like, really just prepare myself for succession. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, I want to give a... It's almost May. And um, a certain gentleman that I heard from today has a birthday next month and uh i'm sure he won't mind my telling everybody he's gonna be 40 and um he's a he's a dilf if you don't know what a dilf is i wanted i i i've always wanted him on this show i've always wanted him on that that can be more ways than one uh he's a good friend i've always wanted him on this podcast so when he's up to it he's coming on the podcast this man has a radio voice in fact, I think he told me when he was going to college, he went to the Newhouse School in Syracuse, and he wanted to do radio. And I think the radio, what is it? The radio teacher told him, you're too good looking. Go and be on television. <laughs> he is. Um, but we don't hold that against him. <laughs> um, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He helped me early on. The first time I got back in shape and gave me all of these wonderful tips. Of course, I did fall off the wagon and it was it was just 
a fuck fest. And it was not and it was not a good fuck fest. But he's the one who really guided me and coached me. You know, we all need um we all need guides in life. And um and he's one of them and I and I think the world of him and he knows that. He knows that I I've got his back even though it always it always pains me. I want to I want to say this cuz this is just a an open night. It does pain me when so many people that I care about are far away. That really that's what keeps me up at night is like okay, what's going on? Are they okay? Um I can't, you know, when I say to people, and I do mean it, I'm there for you, and I try to be as there for them as much as possible. There's this thing called distance that separates all of us, and um, if I didn't have to teach all the time, I'd be on the next plane. Um, so, and um, that's some other things, you know, um, that I was told, you know, life is too short, life is too short. So I'm trying to put things in motion um, so I can travel more and um, just not give a fuck. You know what I mean? Maybe that's why it's good that I stay a substitute because then I don't have to worry about doing a lesson plan and doing this. And, um, you know, uh, maybe even crack open my photography because I am a photographer. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. But that's my goal probably next month is just to start traveling and see the people that I wanted to see because to say to someone, Oh, I'll see you. And it's like, I I don't want to tell people, Oh, well, you know, I want, I, I like showing people with actions. That's how I was raised. If you, if you like someone, you have to show them. You don't have so much have to tell them. You have to show them through your gestures, through your actions. Huh. And if you want to be there for your friends, you got to show them with actions. I mean, yeah, it's one thing to say I'm there for you, but then you're not physically there. And that really has... Uh, on Friday night, I went out to eat and I was just like... Um, I was kind of, I was kind of in a little bit of pain because I, because of that, because like, I wish I could be there, um, rather than here, because I do feel stuck. It's like, oh god, because I, I, let's be honest, I have family, but I am not married and I don't have any kids, so I basically could take the fuck off anytime I want, which is usually what I do. Um, and it's just putting things into motion. I mean. Emotion and in 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 the ocean, <laughs> oh, these allegories and uh, you know uh, anagrams and shit and oh jeez, I I want to. Um, this is not going to be a wild show tonight. Trust me. If I want to get wild, I do it in a different way. <laughs> um, I wanted to thank the lady that I was talking to in the esoteric shop. She is. She works there, and um, I talked to her on many occasions. And I ran in, or I, I went in, I went in there with the intention, because I do have intentions, good intentions, um, to just discuss this path that I'm on and what happened to me last week. And I said to her, it was startling. 
She seemed kind of surprised. She was like, really? I said, yeah, it's like, um, um, what do I do? And I explained to her how I go about doing what I do. And she went, okay. And she says, well, you could, you know, try this. These might help you. Uh, the candles, I, I, she said to me, you know what you're doing. Because the candles that you're picking, you, you know. And I'm like, okay. She says, there is no doubt in your mind. You know what you want. I'm like, yeah, I know what I want. And um, she says, you know, your confidence level. You're a very confident person. I'm like, yeah. And, you know, in terms of getting my point across, and she says, you're a good communicator. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a, you know, I mean, I, as I say this, I'm sounding like Rain Man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, wow, God, what a, what a movie that was. What an amazing movie that was. Uh, but, yeah. You know, this is a film podcast. I mean, film and music and Mastodon playing in the background. Uh, I turned them off, though. Um, I'm able to just, you know, I'm, I have the house to myself tonight. So I'm just kind of in this moment. And, my, you know, it's hard for me to meditate. I have ADD or ADHD, whatever it is, ever since I was really little. So my brain is just kind of like, ooh, synapsis, 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 synapsis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot in my brain right now. There's a lot of things I realize have to get done uh, that are not done. A lot of life goals, a lot of um, existential reckoning, um, hills that I have to climb. It's it's weighing on me, and I'm like, fuck. So on the weekend, what I do is I just kind of tune in and tune out because <laughs> I feel I've been teaching all week. I've earned it, all right? I've earned it. So to teach all week and, um, and you know, you're probably tired of me talking about this. Wait, when are you going to talk about film? I'll get to it. Uh Huh. I did I did <laughs> I did give the students a really interesting quote that we all if you're a tool fan, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> they didn't. I, I almost played it for them. I I have so many proud moments as a as an educator. And I remember back in December, they were asking, What kind of music do you listen to? And I told them, and then we started talking about the third eye. So these girls are looking it up on Spotify and they're rocking out, hair flying everywhere to third eye. And I'm just standing there like, oh my God, my job is done. <laughs> it's done, <laughs> but it's not. Um, I did quote, um, oh, here it is. So, I, we, they were doing, you know, what they usually do. And then we were talking and they were saying, what do you think is going to happen to society? Or I asked them, in 50 years, what do you think is going to happen? We're all going to be dead. I said, not necessarily. I said, yes, there's global warming. Um, see how my voice kind of perks up when I talk about work? There's global warming. I said, I've always had this theory that the way our air is that we'll probably all be living underground. And when we come up, up top... Well, I'll have masks on because the, the air pollution is just horrible. And then they were like, no, AI is going to get us. And I'm like, okay, okay. 
and we were having scientific discussions, you know, and I did okay in science. I mean, a lot of, a lot of what I know is from my father talking to me is my father is, my father was pre-med before he was drafted and then he was drafted and then he went into the war and then he came back out. And I said to him years ago, cause I, I tried to interview him when I was in high school and he left the room understandably so. And um, as I get older, I can start to see he is at peace with it, what he went through. Um, He doesn't always like to talk about it. Uh, When the military tried to get me and my three brothers, he would not let us go. No. I have a lot of friends who served, and I have the utmost respect and love for them. We were not allowed to serve, okay? We just weren't. And um, so you could say he saved us. He saved us. And, um, but yeah, he was pre-med. I'm sure he's not particularly thrilled of my life choices uh, because he either wanted me to be a a doctor. (laughs) I'm not very good at math. Or he wanted me to be, what is it they told me? Because I'd like to play with Legos. And, I, and I, when I was little, I was really good at spatial reasoning. And they thought I was going to be an architect. <laughs> okay, an architect, huh? Didn't happen. Um, instead, I became, oh God, I had so many different, I became a teacher and um, first with preschool and now doing this and um yeah it's a you know i mean i've been told by others that he's proud of me but he's never said it to my face which is fine which is fine you know um i mean he's never really turned me away i'm i'm sure he's trying to get his head around this whole gay thing he's just like you know I used to say that I would not bring someone home to meet him because the way he is, but maybe, I don't know. Anything can change. If that if opportunity, then I'd probably do it just to see what kind of reaction I'm going to get. Whether it's a negative or a positive one, you know, um, that's what you sign up for. Because <laughs> uh, I am the lone survivor. I am the only one of my siblings who is not married. I don't have any kids. And I'm, I'm cool with that. For now. For now. Um, so, yeah. I got, my, I got my smoothie. Not smoothie. It's a, it's a slushy with nerds in it. And I'm I definitely going to have to work out now. <laughs> and I got it from Sonic because I it was the heat and everything and I was just craving it. But I wanted to play something for this is this is what I talked to the students about on Friday. So that's a clip of the late 
Bill Hicks, comedian, philosopher king, talking about um, there's no such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we are in the imagination of ourselves. Here's Tom with the weather. So I said to the students, there is this theory that we are the imagination of ourselves. Life is but a dream. And they're like, well, but how can we all wake up? And then one of them, one of them, I shit you not, said to me, do you ever think about when we go to sleep, what happens? And I said, you're serious, right? He's like, yeah. Now, he had a hoodie on, and it's 80 degrees outside, and we're inside. And he, and he's, and he almost looks like a, a South Park character, and I told him that. So then he's laughing because I kept calling him Cartman just to get a reaction out of him. My name's not fucking Cartman. I know what your name is, dude. Come on, have a little fun. And so he's looking at Star, he's looking at South Park characters to see if he looks like one of them. And I said, hey, you have a hoodie on, dude, and it's 80 degrees outside, and you're covering your eyes. What's going on? And I, because last time we had an incident with him, I think, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, they were, you know, they keep me on my toes. They keep me on my toes. And yeah, I was talking about philosophical things with them. We were talking about the uh, universe. And I said, well, you know, there's this theory that the world is, the earth is flat. Oh, it is. I said, really? So, and I, I said, okay, have any of you ever been on an airplane? I think two of them have. When you are in an airplane, you can see the curvature of the earth. Like, no, you can't, Mitt bro. Yeah, you can. But Kanye says, I said, Kanye is not here right now. And then that's where they start asking me those, those important questions. Who do you prefer, Nas or Jay-Z? Without a doubt, Nas. And the kid was like, why, why Nas? Because he got it. And I said, storyteller, lyricist. He's got an MC voice. Nothing against Jay-Z, but it's just like, it's Jay-Z, you know? I'm a hustler, baby. I get it, okay, but I don't the the flow and the hey, you know, I I get it. They they all want to be Jay Z. Everyone wants. I don't. And then he was like Kendrick Lamar or J Cole. I said Kendrick Kendrick Lamar. Come on, but why not J Cole, bro? Because it's Kendrick Lamar. So I get all of those different questions. <laughs> I get I get some I get some funny ones. I get some funny ones. I get the ones like when I did reveal to them that I am, in fact, gay, their response was, what kind of guys do you like, bro? Huh? And then I shit you not, one of them said to me, hey, Mr. B, can I get you a dildo? No. I I looked at him and I said, you do realize we are in class right now this is how this is the tone i used you have asked me such an inappropriate question that i would never even think to ask a teacher or a professor and if you like right now i can call on my phone the principal and i can have you tell him what you just said to me and let's see what his reaction is because he'll probably come on over and take you to the office. And they're like, okay, bro. So, yeah, I mean, oh, my God. You know, to be able to just air it out, 
to air it out. And yeah, some people were like, you shouldn't have said that. Some people were like, you shouldn't have outed yourself. But I will say that the climate changes because now there is this, res this respect. Okay, we know you. We know what you're about. What are you going to teach us? Okay. And also when, um, what is it? When they're, the way they talk to each other and they're using improper grammar and I do correct them. They'll say, well, I ain't got no more. I said, uh, you're at school. You don't have any more. Okay, bro, but I don't talk like that at home. I said, well, okay, you can talk like that at home. Just so you know that at school and in public, I would do it this way. So I, I am teaching them something beyond the, you know, of course you have the lesson plan that they learn and, um, you know, you teach them. But I am also teaching them in terms of, you know, the importance of grammar and the importance of proper proper English and syntax. That's what I was raised on. How oh, a comma and a period and a semicolon and history. History is my favorite subject. And because, you know, as a country and as and a universe, we are doomed to repeat it. We are just doomed to repeat it. Um, so, yeah. I just thought I would talk about that stuff tonight before we dive into Succession tomorrow. My God, Succession. How many more episodes do we have left? How many episodes? I'm trying to think. Do we have left? I have no fucking idea. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Ah, uh, here we go. It's always interesting when, ah, the technology doesn't want to do what it needs to do. Ah, ha, ha. Yes. Oh, shit. Tomorrow's episode is episode six. <laughs> Last week's was the kill list. Jeez. Oh, after tomorrow, we have seven, eight, nine, ten. We have four more episodes left after tomorrow it's it's been a bloodbath okay just think what happened in episode three i don't have to remind you what happened in episode three was pretty fucking brutal but it was the stuff of great drama great shakespearean drama if if I could, I would probably I my mother has Shakespeare books. I'd probably take them to work with me and read them Hamlet to be or not to be. That is the question. But you know, for now, like I had one who was obsessed with Bruce Lee. And um he said to me, Why does Bruce Lee always say be like water? I said, Well, for one if you believe in that Zodiac stuff, Bruce Lee was a Sagittarius. How do you know? Because he's on the list. <laughs> and very wise man died 50 years ago at the very young age of 32. Good looking. I mean, just charismatic. Um, mixed, you know, everything that he did for martial arts and for health. But those quotes, you know, that he would say are legendary, legendary. And I was explaining to a student one time, we were talking and I said, well, he does those quotes because 
you have to understand, he is, in terms of his spirituality, and at the level that he is comprehending it, is just so within the universe. And they're like, what do you mean the universe? It's because everything is interconnected. Everything is interconnected. Your energy, your sense of self, okay? And Bruce Lee had a sense of self. And uh, not a lot of people in the spotlight, I think, you know, they lose it at some point. Here's Bruce Lee's philosophy. I mean, I might, it, it might sound too philosophical, but it's unacting, acting, or acting, unacting. If you... You've lost me. <laughs> I have. <laughs> so what I'm saying, actually, you see, I mean, it's a combination of both. I mean, here it is, the natural instinct, and here is control. You are to combine the two in harmony. Not if you have one to the extreme, you will be very unsatisfied. So I wanted to pull away. Um, and then we'll go back to it. But yeah, in terms of his philosophies, it was interesting. It was interesting because he would say, be like water. That's the one that I'm looking for. I think that's the one everyone knows. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now, you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now, water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. And that's Bruce Lee saying, be water, my friend. And I... um, (laughs) Here's what I'm going to say. A Sagittarius, because he, because he was, he was, oh, he was the first week too. Yeah, a fire sign talking about water. <laughs> yeah, I, and I get that totally because, you know, we're we're pretty nuts not all of us um because there's the different weeks you know there's the first week i how the hell did i just go over talking there's the ADT uh going from uh uh oh that's crazy it just said what i said <laughs> okay. Um Bruce Lee. Okay, see he was the first week cuz he's November 27th. Um and there's the different deckhands. You know, there's the first week and there's okay. Um Where is it? Ah, deckhands. Okay. Uh, the first deckhand is November 23rd to December 2nd. They are carriers of a good sense of humor and a large heart. Moreover, they are always ready for an adventure. Sagittarius deckhand one is some of the boldest and bravest people. In fact, Sagittarius itself was one. No, I don't believe that. 
We are not the boldest and bravest. That's that's some crazy shit. Um, what about the second? Because I'm the second decan. Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> it's going to get kind of brutal. Sagittarius deckhand 2, December 3rd to December 12th. Sagittarius second deckhand is full of energy and love for life. Sometimes. On a similar note, they are impulsive. Yes, too. And you can see man, many hasty decisions being taken, especially in a classroom, <laughs> being taken when they are around them. You are around them. They are not fans of sticking in one place and are restless to the core. Yes. To an extent. To an extent. When I was 31, I was very, very restless. And I was... Off and on in something, and I remember just being in that in that aspect and feeling like I was trapped, like I couldn't breathe. Huh? Now I can. <laughs> um, oh yeah. How how we went from this to uh, <laughs> Bruce Lee, but you know it's the Sagittarius thing, and um, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's a there's the good, the bad, and you know what. Okay, the the third one. Taylor Swift should listen to this. All right. Um, December 13th to the 21st. Unlike what we discussed about the second deckhand, Sagittarius' third deckhand is not impulsive. They are cautious with their dealings, and they are very good negotiators. Because of that, they are born leaders, and they can easily influence people. Fun fact, they are also attractive. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah, let's see. You're going to get to know your podcaster right now. I was born at 2.15 in the afternoon. I don't know what that says. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, I was born the year of the monkey and I was telling the lady that today and she says, oh, you poor thing. You're a monkey with ADD. <laughs> I said, yeah, I am. Oh, man. Okay, but then you know there are the gay Sagittarius is totally different. Uh not no Sagittarius is alike. All right, you're gonna get to know your podcaster. Here we go. A Sagittarius born on December sixth, me, is a kind, soft spoken individual that has a love of people and is a natural mediator. They understand the power of the quiet persuasion, yes. They, their positive attitude and good manners make them pleasant to know and nice to be around. People born on this date raise sociability to art, to an art form. Friends and lovers. There is a sweetness in the personality of December 6th people. They have an understanding of nature, which makes them the person everyone gravitates to for advice and compassion. They dream of finding their perfect mate, and when they do, they're ready to make a lifelong commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, those born on this date may see themselves as a central figure in their family. I don't see that. Now, my nieces and nephews, that's different. They see that. They generally possess a traditional view of family and may look at their childhood in a na- naive way. No, I don't. I don't. They make good parents because they can transcend their views to understand ways their children may be different from them. Mm-hmm. Health. 
why am I talking about this? Oh, God, it's Saturday night. Um, health, December 6th, people believe a positive attitude is necessary for good health by incorporating mind, body, spirit, harmony. They're able to achieve peak performance on many levels. They often have problems. Yep, yep. Um, the obvious answer is to cut back on cutting Yep, yep. But this isn't easy for people who enjoy. Okay, okay. Career and finances, we won't go there. Um, yeah. So I do share a birthday, well, with a musician who is deceased, and that was Dave Brubeck. Now, if you don't know who Dave Brubeck is, you may know the song. And then I'm going to go into it. Let's see. Here we go. He was born December 6, 1920. I know. I I don't want to stop playing it. So I'll talk over it. Um, the fact that he and I share a birthday, that's pretty badass. Now, unfortunately, he died the day before his birthday. Uh, 11 years ago. Yeah. And um, I remember because my friend told me. He was like, you share a birthday with him. Yeah, I do. Now, Dave Brubeck... He was known because he was this band leader. And during the days of segregation, he would not put up with that. And he would refuse to play a venue if they would not let his musicians go with him and stay with him and in, and in the front door of the hotel. And he uh, was given a Kennedy Center honor in 2010, I believe. Um, and, and they talked about this. Now, I know a lot about Brubeck because I used to work at the University of Pacific, or we call it UOP, and there is a Dave Brubeck wing, there's many um, uh, dorms, I think, called Brubeck, and then there's Brubeck Way, they used to have the papers, I don't think they do anymore, and um, so yeah, it, I when I worked there... You know, people talk about Dave Brubeck, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, he wrote Take Five. I'm like, yeah, I know all about that. So, and then Peter Buck of R.E.M., the guitarist of R.E.M., December 6th. So, yeah. But to quote Jim Morrison, what is it? Uh, There's this video of him, and he's like, I am a Sagittarius, the most philosophical of the signs, but I don't really believe it. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. (laughs) Okay. That's where I'm kind of like, yeah. I don't really read the horoscopes. I used to. And then the whole, who am I? um, uh, What is it? Who's good for me in terms of being compatible? I don't buy that shit. I really don't. You know, as I said, I think, when did I say this on the show? Probably yesterday. I don't think I've ever said to anyone that I've ever either 
been intimate with or dated, what's your sign? No, it just doesn't come up. I think one of them told me they were born in September, and I was like, oh, okay. Because I wanted to know when their birthday was. I did not want to know if we were compatible or not. I No. That's where it kind of, for me, I'm like, no, no. Because, you know, you could be with someone and you're, and you're, you, you, you're tight. But according to the horoscope and Zodiac, you do not fit. You do not fit. Uh, well, opposites attract, okay? Opposites attract. As a scientist and as the child of a scientist, I know that all too well. How things are attracted to each other whether they shouldn't be or should, okay? It is the energy. It is the feeling. It is the vibe. Yes. So, do I believe in it to an extent? Come on. Come on. It's not like if I am with someone and I or to really... When I base it on... God, I can't believe I'm telling my secrets. And I'm not even on on anything right now. Um, for me, it's based on just feeling. It's based on feeling. If there is a commonality right there, and if I'm able to trust them and tell them things, um, and just share things, whether it's hopes or dreams or things that are funny and it's, it's, it's a, I'm not going to say all of it because I don't give away the whole farm. It's a, it's a whole multitude of things, but it's not, oh my God, they're born on this day and this is, no, 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 come on. Whenever people would ask me, especially if they wanted to do my chart, well, what time were you born? I know what time I was born because I've, I've looked at my um, birth certificate so many times. I think one time I misplaced it and I had to go buy another one. <laughs> I, had to, I bought like two copies. And I'm and I would stare at the time of birth and I'm like, oh shit. It just got real. No wonder. 215 PM, not AM, PM. <laughs> PM. Oh jeez. Oh, yeah. That's uh talk about getting to know your podcaster. Uh, I mean it's funny. It's funny. You know, my my cousins, they their mom and them, they would all do their zodiac in the car cuz they were all capricorns. And 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 they would all think that they all got the same one, and I'm saying to them, you do know that not two people are alike. Even if you are the same zodiac, you know, I was telling this to someone recently. I said, we're, we're both Sagittarius's and we get along. And I said, but no two Sagittarius's are, are alike. There is there's the difference. Why I'm talking about this, I don't even know. I don't even know. I think it had to do something with Bruce Lee, probably. Tina Turner is also Sagittarius. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne, he's in the crazy stack with me. <laughs> and... Um, uh, Jeff Bridges, uh, Jay-Z, Flip Wilson, Jamie Foxx, Margaret Cho. They are all within, and, and one of my personal favorites, Tom Waits. 
I, it always gets me that if only I had been born the next day on the 7th, Pearl Jam Harbor Day, uh, rather than the 6th, then I would have had the same birthday as, as Tom Waits. I'm such a, I'm such a, you want to talk about someone who's bizarre. And I love that he's, I don't think he's bizarre, but society does. I love that he's very eccentric because that's, you know, that's some of the Sagittarius's. We're very creative people. We're very eccentric. It's like, we're just strange. We're strange. Maybe that's why Jim Morrison wrote, you know, people are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Women seem wicked. Yeah, I'm not even trying to do that right now. No. I do love that song, and I do love The Doors, and maybe it's the bad boy in me, you know? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. What a, what a fucking day, huh? What a fucking crazy day. And, you know, we're not even talking about what is it? Music. Well, I am. But movies. I know someone wants me to talk about a film, but fuck it. Let's just do this. So I'm going to say unpleasant dreams. I'm going to get in trouble. for. Unfortunately, it something happened to the mic and then it whatever. So as I was going to say, unpleasant dreams. And I'm going to let Tool play the show out.
And so I'm going to pull away. That, of course, is, well, God, it keeps going. <laughs> That's like life. It keeps going. Tools, um, third eye. It's been fun. It's been great. Good night. <laughs>